Welcome to your UA Life Celestial Insight. March is a dynamic month filled with two of the most powerful transits ushering in dynamic changes defining the next 20 years. And that is Saturn's transit through Pisces, which will begin on March 7th, and Pluto entering Aquarius on March 23rd, right? Just two days after the astrological new year and spring equinox new moon in Aries, which it will actually form a sextile with, right? And so this just gives you a taste of how dynamic these transits are expected to be for bringing growth, innovation, and big changes. And, you know, changes that we're already starting to see key examples for. And, you know, this also gives you an example of how dynamic the astrology of March will be as well. So definitely take a moment to subscribe to the channel. Look out for your March horoscopes and tarot psychic predictions that are coming for the channel as well. And then cozy in for a quick astrological breakdown, plus some psychic tarot insight about what these two transits could mean for the collective and also your personal life, right? And so for your more personalized astrology and oracle readings included in this video, check out the timestamp for your rising sign specifically in your ascendant, right? And um, if you are a cusper, <laughs> which I certainly am, you can also check it out according to the houses, right? Aligned with Pisces and Aquarius in your natal chart, okay? So understanding Pluto, Saturn, Aquarius, and Pisces on their own, the power planets, Pluto and Saturn, and the signs, Aquarius and Pisces, are related to deep change and transformation, right? While the nature of the changes take shape according to their unique elemental signatures and associations, okay? So for example, Pluto is known to be about deep transformation, death, rebirth, power and authority figures, institutions, and power and authority dynamics, so on a personal level, it can often be about the hero's journey, right? Where one's personal power, authority, responsibility, and finances are often transformed by crises and power struggles with others and with institutions. While on a macro level, it's about how institutions of power like state governments, financial, medical, and insurance institutions wield power and institute changes that can fundamentally transform lives for better or worse, right? Initiating crises, power struggles, and more for individuals and collectives, okay? And speaking of collectives, the sign of Aquarius is associated with change and transformation that centers things like analytical ideas and ideals, connectivity via the internet, dissemination of ideas, science, technology, astrology, and considering the rights and connections of collectives, groups, and the greater good. So Aquarius is about decentralized power among many, while Pluto is about often about centralized governmental power of the few over many. So in many ways, 
Pluto's transit through Aquarius will most likely manifest in all manner of power clashes, resulting in various innovative progressions, but also backlashes from those who want power dynamics to stay as they are in the world. Saturn is the ruler of Aquarius, and speaking of power, change, and resistance to change, (laughs) Saturn is associated with challenges and slow, dedicated efforts towards creating change, legacies, and, you know, long-lasting structures and results based on having built strong foundations. Saturn is the planet of karmic rewards for your efforts, right, for better or worse, and really forces you to be accountable to mature and to gain mastery. And, you know, we'll do so by placing challenges and what I would like to term divine limitations in areas of your life related to whatever sign and house it is in so that you are forced to learn spiritual and practical lessons for growth. Saturn often shows you the rules and the boundaries of whatever you are navigating and the cracks and foundations of things that are built or in development so they can be rebuilt okay, with, you know, the long-term results and goals in mind. So limitations and challenges, yes, that is one way that Saturn is most commonly, you know, sort of talked about. But in a sort of high conscious way, you can also think about Saturn's, you know, sort of memo as gifting you growth opportunities, truly. And this is sort of counter to the way that the sign of Pisces, who ruled by Jupiter and Neptune, is associated with, you know, the formless, artistic, dreamy, fluid, and emotional and spiritual and psychological areas of life and ways of creating and influencing change. And so what will Pluto and Aquarius and then Saturn and Pisces mean, given our understandings of their particular elemental signatures and associations and their relationships to influencing change. So let's start with Pluto in Aquarius. Pluto will enter Aquarius on March 23rd, just two days after the new year, and it will be there for a few months through June 11th, and then Pluto will go retrograde, right? It will station retrograde, and then through this retrograde, it will actually um, reach back to Capricorn and remain in Capricorn through the rest of the year of 2023. And then uh, after it stations direct, it will move back into Aquarius on January 21st, 2024, where it will stay for those 20 years through to January 19th, 2044. So Pluto in Aquarius is a recipe for crises, power struggles, and transformations related to social ideologies, values, justice, equality, and equity issues in all sorts of ways, right? How they are reflected in power among the nations, uh, thought leaders, theories and philosophies, and laws, and also the issues raised by groups, right? And the power of the people versus government and corporations. And um, 
This is even related to fairness regulations related to the great powers that be, right? So Jupiter in Aries also plays a significant role in sparking revolutionary and activist impulse during this time as well. So definitely take a look at that video linked below to learn more about this transit where I did a bit of an astrological breakdown and some oracle psychic predictions for all of these zodiac signs. And Aries is naturally uh, in a sort of harmonious sextile with Aquarius, right? And so there's definitely a particular kind of synergy between Jupiter and Aries and um, Pluto and Aquarius. So while the um, Aquarius new moon coupled with uh, Pluto, you know, currently being on the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius has sparked, you know, the beginning of lots of things like successions and oustings of people in leadership positions of companies of all sizes, right? Big legacy companies, small businesses and organizations, all in the interest of legacies and collective values. Um, it will continue on a deep level with Pluto's move into Aquarius. Another thing that we've all already seen um, sparked by, you know, the Aquarius new moon and uh, Pluto being on the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius is also the proposal of things like tax changes, right? And Pluto is related to things like taxes. We will most likely continue to see these kinds of leadership changes and power struggles, right? Tethered more frequently to issues with money, um, embezzlement, tax and health code, and abuse of power violations, and privacy issues, social media itself, while this transit is also going to highlight power and fairness and competition issues between nations, between social media conglomerates, and related to big conglomerate companies in general. And there are some examples that have already sparked and that will play out with this transit. And one sort of example of this is, for instance, the U.S.'s Federal Trade Commission's proposed changes to completely eviscerate non-compete agreements of the past, present, and future, right? And essentially make them illegal and null and void. And this would essentially eviscerate fair competition and enable all manner of unfair competition. And um, this could completely crush small businesses, disenfranchise communities and industries, and so much more in a moment where entrepreneurship is a way people are seeking more autonomy and freedom from abuse in traditional work sectors. And, you know, this is absolutely connected to issues of privacy, autonomy, public information dissemination, and issues of, you know, compromised values and integrity and all sorts of potential abuses of power. You could definitely see this as perhaps backlash from corporations and governments, right, in relationship to the Great Resignation, and even as a sort of outgrowth of anxieties about, you know, all of these sort of 
changing political power dynamics, right, connected to the ways that um, certain nations are using technology, right, in very advanced ways. And so in general, one thing to know is that, you know, Pluto is all about the ways that power can be used and abused in all sorts of ways. It is absolutely about the ways that um, power can be a sort of source of controversy where there can be lots of manipulations and, you know, just outright theft of actual material resources and things like that. And, you know, with Pluto and Aquarius, one thing to know is that Aquarius naturally opposes the sign of Leo, which automatically brings up this sort of tension of the group versus the self, right? And with Pluto involved, it absolutely means, you know, being aware of fine print and contracts, being aware of, uh, any clauses that could swindle you out of your ownership of your ideas in grant applications, if you're seeking social aid or social support for something, right, for an idea. Um, it's about being conscious of what information you disseminate. And with this particular kind of proposal by the FTC, right, um, where they're trying to eviscerate non-compete agreements is absolutely about being thoughtful and discerning in your partnerships and, you know, who you can trust with your prized um business, uh, information, secrets, trade secrets, um, intellectual property, all sorts of things, right? And so this unfortunately could create an an atmosphere for incredible dog-eat-dog dynamics and, you know, it's just a shame. Another way that we could see this playing out is through increased competition between the social media conglomerates, right? And particularly rulings and crackdowns related to TikTok, right? And if you're unaware, uh, TikTok has sort of always been uh, in a number of lawsuits and controversies. Uh, the company ByteDance uh, that owns TikTok. So the company may or may not still be involved in uh, infringement lawsuits. Um, and of course, it has been mentioned, you know, to be a threat to global political security by, you know, U.S. governmental rulers. And so with Pluto entering into Aquarius, you know, since it is since TikTok is owned and operated out of China and China is expected to continue to grow in power with this transit, similarly to the ways that it did during the last time Pluto transited Aquarius in 1778 through 1798, um, we could definitely see more rulings, crackdowns, and controversies related to TikTok in this particular um, global political climate, right, where there is war going on and, um, you know, we can expect to see a lot of controversy about alliance shifts and even um, taxation and politics, right? And so 
we can definitely expect to see global political alliances between countries, corps, and more continue to shift through this transit. And in general, um, Pluto transiting Aquarius is absolutely about keeping a watch on UN human rights orgs and organizations like the World Health Organization. And, you know, one of the biggest, biggest things, right, is absolutely the issues of privacy. We've mentioned privacy issues and government and, you know, Aquarius is all about the internet, social media, dissemination of ideas and our relationship to technology. So another big issue with this transit is absolutely hackers, cybersecurity and surveillance invasions of privacy and we you know we've seen this shown up particularly within the last two weeks here um where on february 8th through the 10th mercury formed a conjunction with pluto while it is at this you know while it is stationed critically on the cusp of capricorn and aquarius and so when Mercury conjuncted Pluto on February 8th through the 10th, giving us a sort of, uh, I would say, a sort of preview of what Pluto in Aquarius will bring us more formally, um, what happened was uh, an unsecure U.S. Department of Defense server was exposed, right? And it was exposed as essentially spilling internal U.S. military emails and top secret information on the web. And um, it was only secured this past week on Monday, February 20th. So hackers were able to access a government data cloud because apparently a misconfiguration left the server without a password, allowing anyone on the internet to access military information related to secret operations, emails, and all sorts of things, so long as they had the IP address and were savvy enough to you know, access this information, right? So that that Mercury conjunction with Pluto was, you know, essentially insight, right? In terms of what it is we can expect to be, you know, these sort of big issues with Pluto's formal, you know, sort of transit through Aquarius. And in general, while Pluto you know, transits through Aquarius for the next few months through June, it will also be about giving us this sort of like quick insight into what sorts of changes and transformations and scenarios this transit will bring us before, you know, it then retrogrades back and then comes back at the top of 2024 for its 20-year haul, right? So this is absolutely a sort of red flag to be investing in and doing research on firewalls, VPN, identity theft monitoring, all sorts of authentication and encryption services, etc. Okay, and in general, right, it's like there 
are these sort of looming questions and controversies about, you know, the contributions and dangers of total codependency and the limitations of technology and AI versus human intuitive and heartful invention, right? And, you know, one way to kind of get some key insight on what Pluto and Aquarius could mean in relationship to all of the potential like controversies, contributions and dangers and limitations and potentials of our sort of like dependency on technology and AI would be like to watch the show New Amsterdam. And, you know, I was drawn to this show. It was one of the ways that the divine absolutely was giving me like just all sorts of like psychic intel on what this particular transit can mean for us, right? Um, given that Pluto in general is associated with the medical industry, with our medical institutions, associated with surgery. It is associated with um, also taxes, right? And so um, watching New Amsterdam actually gives you some sinister and even, you know, extreme examples of what Pluto and Aquarius could mean for us in terms of sort of limitations and the dangers and, you know, just all sorts of things related to our dependency on technology and AI versus, you know, human talent, human knowledge, and intuitive, you know, sort of intellect. And the premise of the show is about, you know, a team of doctors working at this hospital named New Amsterdam, where they're essentially um, dealing with goodness, the tensions of a hospital being run in the interest of profit for corporations and the government versus what it means to consider more humanitarian ways of being, a more humanitarian and people-focused system of care. <laughs> and all sorts of things happen that sort of illuminate the sort of power struggles and um, sort of power backlashes of conservatives versus liberals that sort of take place um, in this particular sort of circumstance. And some sort of extreme examples related to technology um, in, you know, that sort of highlighted, you know, the sort of controversies and the dangers of our total codependency on technology and AI was, you know, the medical institutions suffering cyber attacks and even extortion where the tech takeovers lead to mass mortalities, right? And that was one scenario that happened in the show, right? And in the sort of cyber attack and cyber takeover, all of the technology that the doctors use in their operations were essentially severed and damaged, right? And leading to mass mortalities and the dangers of patients while, you know, they were essentially stuck and had to rely on all sorts of, you know, intuitive hacks and, and ways of treatment and, um, you know, failed in, in some ways and some, you know, didn't, but where people's lives are really on the line unless they paid over this money that they, you know, were being extorted for. And, um, 
there were all other sorts of examples, right? If you haven't watched the show, then I don't want to completely spoil it. But, you know, this is one example. But another way that we could also see this sort of uh, controversy and thing to consider related to the Pluto and Aquarius transit is also considering the sort of dangers and limitations of our sort of total dependency on fintech and digital banking, right, in the event of things like cyber attacks as well. And that is absolutely where banking is continuing to move, right, to be completely, completely digital um, and and more. I'm not going to get into all of the digital currencies, right, but in general, right, it's like there is still that looming question that is to be faced um, over the next 20 years with this transit, right, around the dangers and limitations of total codependency on technology, right? But of course, I don't want to focus on all of the overwhelmingly scary examples, right? With this transit, we are also continuing to see, you know, new inventions fusing science, technology in these really incredible ways, right? For instance, there's inventions fusing science, technology, and nature that are booming, you know, to address climate change. Um, I saw some stories about, uh, testing and inventions related to hydrogen-fueled planes, um, GMO trees to try to offset carbon emissions. Um, I even saw a story related to ways that people are trying to propose moon dust, right, moon dust mining, mining the dust of the moon <laughs> to create a solar shield around the earth to try to offset uh, global warming from the sun, right? And in general, with Pluto and Aquarius, we will continue to see more outer space things going on, right? More outer space secret and public missions. Um, I even saw a news story about, you know, all of these sort of new theories of gravity, right? There are new theories about the black hole. There are all of these new theories and things that are also being developed with relationship to outer space um, and astronomy, right? And so that is also something that will continue. And who knows, right, where that will take us. <laughs> If you are interested in uh, learning a bit more about any of these sort of news stories that I mentioned um, or sources where you can stay informed on things like technological innovation and, you know, the particular news sources that I tend to tap into to keep a pulse on what's going on across the dimensions, leave a comment below and I might tag them. Okay, so let's move on to the Saturn in Pisces transit. So Saturn will enter Pisces on March 7th, and it will be in Pisces for about two and a half years, right? And so Saturn itself is known as a planet of karma and accountability. And Pisces is as well in the sense that it is the last sign of the zodiac, right? Representing the sort of cumulative dark and light and highest and lowest aspects of human potential. And where, you know, Pisces is about the mutable and mystical element of water, which is at the basis of all creation. 
right? Water creates, it heals, it absolves, it washes away and transmutes things as much as it washes things up to the shore and the surface, right, of our consciousness even for expression and spread. Okay, Pisces is associated with the water element, including gas and chemicals, oceans, our water supply, our consciousness, our ways of making sense of the elements and meaning of conscious life, right? And so in that way, it is associated with, you know, mystical and spiritual beliefs, our emotions, our intuitive and creative expression, our psychological and emotional health, and related things like psychoactive drugs and also healthcare. So while Jupiter in Pisces and Saturn in Aquarius help to facilitate the transnational spread of disease, while it limited our social interaction and put pressure on our social systems and leaders to solve a crisis of global equal equitable and ethical healthcare, and it put pressure on us to turn inward and to turn toward compassion and spirituality and our social services to care for our well-being as a species. Taken together, Saturn's entrance into Pisces and then Pluto's entrance into Aquarius will absolutely be about having to truly face humanity's sort of spiritual, religious, psychological, and ideological failures, right, that have really sort of tarnished and corrupted our conceptions and ethical pragmatics of love and care of life at a sort of core and basic level. And it's about how that has resulted, right, in ways that we fail to care for our oceans and our water supply, the basic element of life, and also failed to build equitable and holistic life-enhancing social and institutional systems of care for each other in general, right? Where we are perhaps equipped to deal with things like the mass spread of airborne disease. So, you know, Saturn and Pisces will force us to really consider long-term holistic and sustainable fixes for the societal karmas, right? And the centuries of evasion of, you know, holistic care and accountability. And, you know, in doing so, Pluto and Aquarius will absolutely make power struggles, conflicts, and controversies around, you know, the sort of social justice, equality, and equity, and sort of productive use of technology to try to solve these issues all the more important. So some things we will see throughout this Saturn and Pisces transit include the continued evolution of the mass spread of diseases and, you know, the healthcare crises where these things are increasingly linked to chemical spills, air and water pollution, and contamination, um, and also even more attention being brought to the detrimental effects of things like mold and homes, right? And and the dangers of certain building materials that are used to build homes, right? And how that um, damages one's health. I think we'll see more conservative backlash on things like trans rights, right? And maternal rights and birther rights in general, but especially linked to healthcare. We'll definitely see more conservative backlash over 
um, the sort of critical humanities, like ethnic and feminist studies topics being taught in school, while at the same time, right, the sort of diversity and equity industrial complex will continue to expand, right, as it has, and be also simultaneously neutralized of its radical capacity because of the way that it is being co-opted into big business just so that they are not canceled, you know, by um, the liberal public, as, you know, is often sort of said in these sort of discourses. And, you know, with Saturn and Pisces, you know, we have been in the midst of mass spiritual awakening for a long time. And while many, you know, if you're, you know, tuning into something like this, you know, while many of you are aware of perhaps holistic, shamanic, and even Ayurvedic healthcare, these sort of, you know, more holistic and ancient forms of healthcare, this transit, you know, will see these things continue to grow in popularity, you know, and be incorporated in Western medicine and the sort of new age medical industrial complex. <laughs> we'll see more neuroscience, psychology research, and sort of political efforts to kind of normalize these ancient holistic healthcare practices, right, and uh, the medical use of psychedelics and psychoactive drugs for psychological and mental health care. And these things are, are you know, have already, um, they've already been happening and Saturn and Pisces will just continue, continue this um, in terms of people just trying to kind of concretize these things sort of systemically in some way. Um, and, you know, Pisces is also about, you know, spiritual beliefs and the more concretized, systematized um, forms of spiritual beliefs being seen in religion, right? And so we'll absolutely see this mix, you know, of people coming together, but also continuing to be divided, you know, around their ideological and spiritual beliefs and around religion. Absolutely, given that, you know, Pluto and Aquarius and, you know, Jupiter and Aries, you know, is already sort of uh, amplifying the themes of war, we'll definitely see war tend to start to once again take on <laughs> these sort of more uh, dogmatic tones related to things like spiritual beliefs and religion. We're already seeing that in politics as well, right? And so I truly think that uh, this transit will be about us continuing to see the worst of times before we see the best of times, um, before, you know, Saturn goes into Aries. Um, and so again, Jupiter and Aries is also sparking many of these things, um, to try to spark change, um, visionary innovation as well. So check out that video, um, and see how it all kind of comes together and <laughs> gives us an idea of all of the sort of societal karmas we we'll be facing and trying to transform through our relationship to technology, spirituality, um, mindful and discernment, choice of alliances, and 
you know, being personally empowered and in touch with higher wisdom and higher goals. Um, one other psychic message that I got uh, related to the Saturn and Pisces transit is I think that we may see more crackdowns on child labor laws while we're in this age of social media where kids of all ages are like having legit careers now in a way that, you know, is very different, you know, than, you know, different generations. And, you know, it's arguable that it could be harmless, but it still brings attention with child labor laws around the ages of, you know, being lawfully allowed to work. And so I think that that could also even be something that comes up with the Saturn and Pisces transit. And then um, to sort of close out the collective read, I uh, got some channeled um, spiritual advice in the form of angel numbers related to the transits. And so I actually want to read those before we go into the personalized astrology for the signs. So related to the Saturn and Pisces transit, one of the messages that I got was the angel number 533. Okay, so in general, the number five is, you know, related to release and surrender, freedom, progress and motivation, courage and making positive life choices. It's a number related to taking chances and major life changes. While the number three is related to um, communication and self-expression and is related to the ascendant masters, right? And of course, Saturn and Pisces is absolutely about spirituality. And so um, this transit the message is saying that, you know, it's a powerful indication of important life changes occurring and that, you know, our positive attitude and intentions to better our lives could, um, you know, really affect things. And it says the changes may initially seem challenging. That's very Saturn, but rest assured that they are necessary and will prove to be most beneficial in the long term. Inshallah, your prayers and positive affirmations have manifested your desired changes and better is on its way into your life. Trust your intuition and inner wisdom and allow your angels and the Ascendant Masters to aid, assist, and support you through these transitions. Rely upon your communication skills, creative talent, and natural adaptability abilities. Keep an open mind and heart as to the changes taking place. Trust that your highest ideals and desires can manifest. And in general, this is all about staying attuned to divine guidance from the angels and ascendant masters throughout these upcoming life changes, knowing that the changes will be of long-term benefit and are in alignment with the soul of the collective. All right. And it says, call upon the angels to guide and assist and continue to assist and inspire humanity via your natural light working abilities and be an inspirational guiding light. Well, well, <laughs> I would say that that if there was any sort of angelic spiritual guidance to come through that was related to this sort of elemental 
signatures of Saturn and Pisces transit, that would be it. Okay, so related to the Pluto and Aquarius transit, I got the angel number 455 as the sort of spiritual advice. Okay, so the number four relates to working determinedly towards achieving goals and aspirations. It tells of hard work and effort, building solid foundations. Yes, stability and practicality, system and order, dependability, honesty and integrity, and our passion and drive. Isn't that related to the controversies of Pluto's influence, right? And it says number four also resonates with the energies of the archangels. Okay. And then number five, of course, encourages us to be true to ourselves and live our lives accordingly. And it resonates with personal freedom. All right. That's Aquarius in making positive life choices and important changes. And um, so... Angel number 455 is a message that life choices and changes that you will experience with this transit will be brought about by hard work you have put towards your life path and soul purpose. And it says, look upon them as blessings as the new changes and opportunities will bring about auspicious circumstances. Listen to intuition and guidance from the angels for directions and instructions with this transit. Maintain a positive attitude about the new entering your life and an open mind as to the opportunities that could present to you. Keep in mind that everything happens for a reason and nothing happens by chance. So even though the reasons for certain changes may not be clear at this time, all will fall into place. These changes have come about to help us break free from old restraints and constraints and freely pursue our sole mission and life purpose as spiritual beings. While that is certainly a possibility with Pluto and Aquarius, truly, angel number 455 assures you you are being supported and guided by the angels through important and necessary life changes. Trust and allow your guidance. Tr no, trust and follow their guidance and know that these changes are for your highest good. These changes in the long-term results can lead to answered prayers. And it does not matter what other people say. It is how you react and what you choose to believe about yourself that matters. Do things the way that suit you and find your own niche. Wow, that's certainly a sort of Pluto and Aquarius sort of theme, right? So appreciation and gratitude to the spiritual guides who came through and offered those messages of encouragement you know that we can be empowered and you know stay close to the light and be positive agents of change and transformation throughout all of this there is absolutely no coincidence and you know as these are critical times of societal karma, uh, you know, it will be a matter of your experiences reflecting the seeds that you have sown, you know, this life and the, the empowered um, free will that you act with. So let's move into the personal predictions for the signs. <laughs> 